Welcome to the Sanctuary Podcast. Welcome to today's Sanctuary Podcast episode. We are Season 2, Episode 2. I uh, decided that I'm going to do seasons. Um, my goal is to publish at least one episode a month, and which is not a lot. I realize that. But um, I also co-host another podcast called We Made It. You can go check that out if you'd like to hear more of me. Uh, I co-host it with... A friend of ours, I say ours because it's my husband's friend uh, first, and uh, we've obviously become friends uh, with a couple um, that we've known. I mean, he, my husband's known forever. Um, I say forever, a long time. And uh, I became friends with them when I started dating my husband, just uh, through exposure you could say. And, uh, yeah, they're like our close, close friends. Um, so yeah, I feel like I am wanting to talk about certain topics each month. Um, my theme of the year is gratitude. Um, so I'm going to roll that into here as well. Uh, but that being said, I feel like, um, I've got a few things to talk about. So, I, um, you know, over the course of uh, the last few weeks, you know, ideas pop up into my head and I jot them down and I go, okay, I'm going to talk about this on the podcast. And of course I get around to sitting down and, uh, can I find my notes? Uh, no, different story. So I feel like this is going to tie into a little bit of what I want to talk about. Um, figuring out who we are, and what is our makeup. Um, I'm sure there's a better term for this, uh, how, how to describe what I'm trying to explain. But basically, we are all different people, right? We can all agree on this. We're all very different. Uh, we come from different backgrounds, different upbringings. There's different sets of, you know, past memories um, that I feel like our, I don't want to say our ancestors, ancestors pass down along to us but I I feel like there's something innate that comes from generations ago that kind of makes its way to you or to me uh to all of us um over time and um you know I, I think that's where those sort of stereotypes come in where they're like oh um a family of say farmers or you know, we recently watched Moana and, you know, they're, they refused to believe that they were wayfinders and that kind of stuff. Uh, when in reality, um, we, we are these things because it is part of our past in our history. Um, and I think there's a lot we don't know about that. Um, but anyways, this leads more specifically into 
self-diagnosing. I've noticed this is like such a popular thing. I'm guilty of it too. Um, where we're all like hyped up on self-diagnosing. So, you know, whether it be I'm a little bit spectrum, I'm a little bit OCD, I'm a little bit uh, this or that, I suffer from PTSD or I suffer from trauma or and and I think all of these things are really valuable in the sense that it gives us a truer stronger sense of self and I do think that we can also fall into these sort of pits of thought where we're trapped in this self-diagnosis that we've sometimes made for ourselves and that we um, appoint to identifying who we are. And that's not necessarily the case. Um, You know, for example, I've noticed, I don't want to say recently, but I've I've noticed over the last few years uh, in myself, you know, identifying things, for example, that I know my mom does. Or I know my dad used to do. And just, you know, taking note. Going, huh, I'm doing exactly what my parent once did. And just identifying that that's what's happening. Not really sure what to do about it. Um, But that being said, I feel like that's part of us figuring ourselves out right but more so um starting to create the the the, i you know identifying these things and i should say you know going back because i'm saying a few years ago so i'd say going back to when i was like 17 18 um i was reading like all kinds of self-help books and i realized that I needed to work on myself before I was able to find a good partner. And that uh, stemmed from another whole part of my life. But I feel like I, I was, you know, constantly on the search for who am I going to spend my life with. And I don't know where that came from. I, I'm sure I can dive deep into that. Um, but this sort of all stemmed from, you know, me doing self-help books in my early, you know, late teens, early twenties, um, and, and then developing into more of this, uh, identifying what my parents did, what they didn't do, you know, especially now that I have a kid, uh, realizing that the way my parents raised us, I'm adopting a lot of those things. I'm not adopting all of them. Um, I think everybody's, you know, has the right to their own style of doing things. Uh, but with that said, I'm noticing that it's it's happening maybe a lot more often than I want it to. And so I I start working out, you know, where is this coming from? What are these traits? What does this do? And of course, my favorite TikTok, um, 
I'm on there uh, way too often. It's a problem some sometimes. <laughs> but that being said, I am gaining a lot of useful information from it. For example, I have been sort of in the ADHD lane of TikTok for a little while. And I don't mean like watching people who have it. I mean reading, reading, watching and reading information because people can post uh, words on their videos. TikTok is a mostly video-based platform, but you can add text to all of your videos. And so I'm finding myself watching slash reading a lot of this information uh, where experts are explaining the un, uh, uncommon and uh, less known symptoms of ADHD. And, and when I say that, I'm encompassing AADHD as well because I feel like in my case or in the case of anybody uh, around my age and older, like we're looking at an adult attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, I believe is what it's referenced as. Uh, I recently learned that in Europe, they call it something totally different. It's referred to as a certain type of trait, uh, as opposed to a disorder, which I mean, wording does sound much nicer. Uh, but that's, that's for another day. So I'm in this lane specifically, right? And I start reading all of these uh, lesser-known traits of ADHD. And I find it so interesting because I can identify a lot of these things in myself. And then I start thinking, whoa, I have ADHD. Oh my goodness. And... I am going through this, uh, the, I start looking it up online. Of course I felt I go down this rabbit hole. Right. And I realize, you know, this, this isn't a healthy thing. I, I, I should be getting diagnosed by a professional. If I'm going to call myself anything, I feel like a professional should be the one doing the diagnosing. Right. So, you know, I, I'm not, uh, worried in, in such a way that I think that I need to get diagnosed, but I think, um, you know, I don't say I identify, but I realize that like I, uh, exert a lot of these traits. So I'm just going to read them out. Um, just like a few, a handful I've got here. Uh, so lack of focus. So like beyond what is just trouble paying attention. It means like easily distracted. Um, when you have a hard time listening to other people, when you're in a conversation, when you easily overlook details, uh, when you're unable to complete tasks or unable to complete projects, um, like there, there's a inability to, to focus on these things and see them through to completion. Uh, the opposite of that, which I guess you'd have to be displaying kind of extremes of one or the other. So hyper, this is my assumption. If anybody knows anything about this, I would love to hear more. Uh, So please write to me. And uh, yes, the email will be in the description box for the episode. Thank you. And so the opposite 
um, is hyperfocus. And so that would be when somebody like loses track of time, uh, that they just ignore everything around you, uh, around you, around themselves and aren't able to, um, get out of what they're doing because they are so focused on the task at hand. Um, yeah, being disorganized. So this is me. And the way that I heard it described on TikTok is like, you want order, but you are not organized. And so the way that this person described it said, you can't, it's controlled chaos, basically. So uh, what a person with ADHD will do is they, or I'm sure any type of ADHD, um, will like create small piles of things so that it looks orderly and straight and like concise, you know, like it looks orderly, but the truth is, is that there's like little piles of crap everywhere. And I feel like that's me. And I laughed because I showed my husband this immediately and he goes, Oh my God. (laughs) And I looked, I pointed, sorry, I bonked the mic. Um, I pointed immediately to our dresser because it looked exactly like how this woman was displaying this uh, organizational type. Uh, And I I just laughed because I was like, this is me. Oh my God. And I don't know if that's like only ADHD, but if it's not, then I just happen to do that. Uh, But if it is, wow, I've been doing this forever. Um, And so further... Yeah, so the disorganization piece. Um, Struggle with general organizational skills. I feel like I really struggle. But more so, I feel like I berate myself because I know that I'm not organized and I don't know how to fix it. Um, And I shouldn't say that. I I know I have the skills. I don't apply the skills to fix it. So I, uh, I will sooner just put things in this tidy little pile and then walk away from it because I can't handle organizing the whole the thing as a whole Uh, so I feel like that's um where I struggle you know prioritizing things uh, logically and so I feel like timetables things like that I've only I struggle with this since becoming a mom the most I feel like I was just starting to get a grasp on how to organize myself as an adult and then I became a parent and that is a whole other wackadoo because I have to organize the schedule and day and everything of a toddler now and um man it's it's a whole other world for me and so I feel like I see people who are organized naturally and I'm like wow I want to be there but I just I I my brain doesn't work the same way so I just I'm not there right (laughs) Uh, again, don't know if this is an ADHD thing, but it could be. So time management is the next um, trait, I think I, I termed it. Um, but I'm sure I could use a multitude of synonyms for that. Um, so like procrastination, showing up late for events, ignoring assignments that uh, they don't like, that, that I don't like. I've done that so many times oh my god in school uh have trouble focusing 
pardon me. Let me try again. Having trouble focusing on future or past and and now is typically um, like on the, the greatest focus. So like right now, you know, like things are immediate um, as opposed to realizing that that sometimes things can't be immediate um you know logically thinking I can I can rationalize all of this um when I read it out loud it's it's like wow this really makes sense but in real life real life situations when I apply these things to real life um I struggle really hard with this um again could just be the way that I am and I'll get to my whole rigmarole idea what brought this on you know the culminating point uh towards the end but I'm just going to read a couple more of these um traits slash um I don't say issues but yeah uh, things that are uh, identifiers we'll say for ADHD uh forgetfulness guys I cannot explain to you how forgetful I am like everything has to be written down now. I used to be so good. I used to do uh, a long time ago. I did color consultations for clients, and I um, uh, I just I didn't have to write anything down. I'd be there for an hour and a half. I'd go back to my house, type everything out into my computer. That was the sound of me typing. Um, so I would type everything out into my computer and then, um, <laughs> fuck. It, it just, it just would stick, it stuck in my head and now it doesn't. Um, so again, could just be me, could just be my mom brain, could just be, you know, but I think the forgetfulness that they're talking about here are like forgetting important things. So like routinely forgetting things that are important, uh, things that need upkeep. Um, like it's, it's not like sort of, uh, maybe not these things I'm describing, but, um, you know, it, it can sometimes be a little bit more of a serious forget. Uh, and if it happens routinely can maybe cause issues in relationships and things like that and upset, um, and sometimes damaging careers. You know, if you're like a notoriously late person to work, like maybe this is part of it. Um, and, and you can't help it because it's just the way your brain works. Um, but anyway, so, uh, impulsivity is, is the next one. So like interrupting during a conversation, being socially inappropriate because you can't like censor yourself, uh, rushing through tasks because you can't like, you just want it done. Like it's like, Oh, gotta get it done. Uh, acting without consideration of the consequences. So this one kind of hit home because, um, I feel like I typically put a lot of effort into thinking of others and yet my actions often I feel like they make me look like I don't and that's not an intentional thing uh I I can only use myself unfortunately uh, as an example um but 
Uh, I'm sure that this does happen on occasion for all people. You know, we get wrapped up in our own stuff and, you know, but you're able to like realize it usually when it's happening and hopefully course correct. Um, whereas I think people with ADHD, some aren't able to necessarily identify those things and they just like, they want it done now. So they're, they're just trying to get to the goal. Um, and I wonder if that has a lot to do, tie into anxiety and things like that. But, uh, that's a question for the pros. Uh, so I can't, um, can't respond to that but that being said I feel like this ties in well to this next point um so emotional problems um like this person's life can seem a bit chaotic uh and and emotions can be you know up and down and that sort of thing um it might seem a little I don't want to say bipolar but you know can go from a low mood to like super excited all of a sudden and uh small frustrations might be like just too much to handle and you know blown out of proportion um and and unfortunately this causes depression and mood swings and those kinds of things so sometimes depression and mood swings are sort of diagnosed as their own thing but often they're tied to ADHD because of the fact that like you're, uh, you're up and down. And so uh, it's, it would be really hard to live in sort of the head that's always the up and down, you know, the mood's up and down um, and not feel depressed or ha- feeling like you're having mood swings all the time. Like I really think like that would be, that would be really challenging and and that's something that someone would have to manage actively and I don't think that the ADHD brain would really be able to do that so this is kind of where I I depart we'll say from you know the symptoms um I feel like I do I I do have sucks it sounds weird to say uh I was gonna say it sucks to say this but like it doesn't really suck to say this um I feel like I have depression um I sense that I have suffered from it for a long time and I've only in the last year really gotten help for it and I'm very grateful to have been able to do that, especially during a pandemic, because I feel like this would have been just a, a huge blow and excruciatingly difficult to do without help. Um, so for anybody who needs help, um, I know there's a lot of like online help and support and a lot of it's free. Um, so yeah, I, w- I will try and link some of those things in the description box for the episode. Um, I will make, see, I don't remember things, so I'm making a note for that now, um, yeah, there's, there's a, gosh, there's tons of help out there, um, and it's just a matter of accessing it, right, um, then the reason I said I depart from this, um, and I shouldn't say going forward because there's still some other symptoms that, you know, I suffer from, but I feel like the emotional piece for me, um, I don't think would be related. And so I, 
maybe I'm in denial, uh, and maybe it sounds like that, I don't know, but um, the reason I'm saying I feel like I depart from that is because I don't really get those highs and lows. Um, I feel like I'm a pretty steady stream, so to speak. Obviously, I have highs and lows. Um, I have been able to uh, come to the realization that a lot of those are like cyclical for me. Uh, So it's like, I don't know if it's the moon or if it's my female cycle, um, but I feel like I'm able to identify, you know, like my period's coming two days from now because I just had a huge blow up. Like (laughs) it's always been like that. And the rest of the month, I'm pretty much mellow yellow just the whole way through. Um, yes, I said mellow yellow because I don't know. How old am I? Um, yeah. Um, I feel like, uh, the next few are interesting and, uh, yes, I will come to the point of my whole story, uh, this whole, uh, (laughs) description of ADHD, uh, shortly. Don't worry. I'm sure the, uh, uh, wow, brain. Wow. The suspense is killing you. That's what I was trying to say. Okay. That was very difficult, but we got there. Okay. So poor self-image. Oh my gosh. I don't know a woman my age who has excellent self-image. Do you? Like, I would love to meet the woman who's my age and who's like, I am hot as shit all the time, day and night. Doesn't, doesn't come out of that thought process because I think, uh, unfortunately we've all been conditioned by our parents who have outdated views on female self image and la la la. I could go on about that for a whole episode. Um, but I think that more than anything, um, this is talking specifically about having, um, you know, inability to, complete tasks and it's kind of like a culmination like you're reflecting and you're like oh I feel like I'm such a terrible person because I can't do all these things but in reality it's just it's your brain can't do all these things you want to you can see that you want to do them um but it's it's a struggle and I feel like the self-image piece would come from that uh, because you're unable to like really accomplish those quote-unquote goals that you set out for yourself or just like your daily little tasks, keeping really, or, or bigger things like keeping relationships and um, maintaining friendships, those kinds of things. Um, yes, that would definitely lead to poor self-image or lack of self, uh, positive self-image. Um, yeah, lack of motivation. Whew. Again, I don't know if this is ADHD or if this is a millennial issue. Okay. Uh, I definitely lack motivation in a lot of things. Uh, schoolwork was my numero uno growing up and they categorize this as being, you know, the big issue. Um, they say it can happen with adults too. Um, but yeah, you know, you tie that together with the procrastination from earlier, the poor organizational skills, and you just got a real, real difficult time ahead of you. Um, and I can relate so much to this. I feel like I went to college and had to structure 
my life so rigidly because I knew that that was the only way that I was going to succeed. And I was so proud of myself because I got honors and I, I was successful and I like hyper-focused on my work and it became a, a wonderful accomplishment for me. But, uh, you know, I think back and again, this is, I, I can only use my own experiences firsthand. Um, so I'm sorry that I just blah, blah, blah about me, me, me all the time. Um, but in this case, you know, I was very excited about accomplishing that goal. And for the first time, I felt like, you know, I had it together. And I felt like I can bring this and do this in my quote unquote real life job after college. And the truth of the matter is, is that I was not able to maintain that rigid structure because it's not realistic um, or it wasn't realistic in my case um, because the hours that I would have needed to complete tasks were not available to me. Uh, you know, like I'd, I'd pull all-nighters finishing projects that were supposed to be like four or five hour projects that my classmates were just like doing the morning of and handing in and getting A's. And I was like, I stayed up all night to make this perfect, 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 perfect. But at the time I was hyper-focused, right? So I was trying to like get the 98% that I wanted on my grade. Um, that was the only time in my life. I think I was really able to like focus, hone in and like be the best at what I was doing at the time. Um, in, in my own mind, I, I was by far not the best in my class. Oh my God, no. But, um, the, the best in my own mind. Um, and I was very proud of myself. It was almost like I had overcome, uh, these quote unquote setbacks, but, um, yeah, uh, moving on. (laughs) Restlessness and anxiety. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Anxiety. Huge, huge, huge. I feel like I was like, so anxious so this one they say physical signs of restlessness and of anxiety in adults can include fidgeting okay moving around frequently tapping hands or feet shifting in their seat or being unable to sit still i pick the uh hangnails on my hands constantly constantly my hands look awful i don't know who else does this but it's bad. Like I, I am so embarrassed. Like if somebody was like, Hey, let me see your beautiful nails. I'd be like, no, do not look at them. I got acrylics for such a long time to try and curb this unfortunate habit, but I just can't stop doing it. So that's kind of crochet has really helped with that actually, because it occupies my hands. Um, so for anybody that has that kind of like, we'll call it a tick. Anybody who has that crochet helps. Um, so like when you're sitting watching TV or whatever, it feels like you're really doing something and you're accomplishing goals and doing all the fun things. Um, but you don't have to leave your seat and, and you're actively engaged in something. Uh, so I feel like that likely helps with it. Fatigue issues, uh, health problems, relationship issues, substance misuse, a lot of things, right? So I feel like I, I just coupled all of those together because I feel like, um, droning on and on here um but basically you know substance misuse i can relate to this in my early 20s i was going out to bars way too often i was drinking way too much it was a problem i look back on those years like oh everybody was doing it but i feel like 
I don't think that that's a healthy thing. And I know that I was self-medicating with it. Um, so I feel like, is that part of it? I don't know. Maybe it was more part of my depression problems, most likely. Um, but is it ADHD? Who knows? Um, but that being said, it is a symptom. So other common traits, changing employers often, I can relate to that. Having few personal or work-related achievements, well, I feel like, um, I have personal achievements. Uh, I'm, I'm not here to brag, but, uh, you know, I, I guess I'm trying to self-diagnose. Am I? Aren't I? Yes, this is what I'm doing. Okay, moving on. Uh, repeated patterns of relationship issues, including divorce. Okay, so, you know, uh, the inability to, to keep that relationship, I feel like it would be very hard and a struggle. And, um, yeah, so so people suffering from this, um, yeah, w- would have a very hard time with that. So, you know, they're saying when you have this kind of condition, um getting organized, sticking with plans, doing all these things, it can be difficult. So, you know, um, cognitive behavioral therapy is a healthy way of, um, dealing with this, meeting with a professional, getting the proper diagnosis. Uh, you know, if if it's a mild diagnosis as well, like you might have a lot of these symptoms and be like, Oh, Hey, this might be me. And that's kind of where I feel like I fall into. I'm like, "Mm, I suffer from a lot of these things, but not all of them. And, and not all of them to a very strong degree. Uh, some of them to a stronger degree than others, some of them to a strong degree period. Um, but yeah. So, uh, you know, I think talk about like how to manage things like that. I know on Pinterest, uh, Pinterest, wow, that was a brain fart. Uh, TikTok, on TikTok, not the same. On TikTok, they also talked about um, ADHD sufferers really loving, like needing coffee to function. And they kind of broke down what that does to the brain. So it delivered it, the, the coffee breaks down this sort of barrier in the brain that prevents your happy drug so that would be the um oh gosh see now i'm having one of those brain moments again um your dopamine receptors so it helps break down the barriers that prevent the dopamine to come through um i hope i'm paraphrasing this correctly uh if not somebody please help me uh, to allow serotonin, dopamine, all those feel-good things to come through and to help your brain function properly. And it makes a lot of sense because, you know, you need not clear, clarity, but kind of. Like, you're you're trying to... It's almost like the wires are crossed because they're working so fast. There's so much going on at once in the brain of ADHD that things are, you gotta defrag a little bit, right? Um, and so, okay, backpedaling a little bit. I had mentioned earlier, there's a reason why I'm bringing this up, right? So, you know, people self-diagnosing, doing all these things. Uh, I've, I've been guilty of that many times. Um, 
But what I'm realizing is I am a lot like my mother. And I was trying to figure out, is ADHD symptoms that I feel like I suffer from, are they my own? Or are they based on being raised by a parent with these same symptoms? I... I'm not going to diagnose my mom. I'm not a doctor. I will make that so clear. Uh, I just realized that a lot of these symptoms describe my mom. And I know I've mentioned this to her a couple of times. I was like, hey, mom, you know, I wonder if this is, this is something you have. And I think it'd be beneficial for you to find out because then you can get the therapies that you need. And, you know, figure out how your brain works. And I think that would be really beneficial to to you going forward, right? Um, And I've mentioned it to her. But I think her having ADHD brain, if she does, um, I don't think that it registered in the same way just hearing it. So I think my next route of action would be to show her a few of these videos um, just to see how she feels about it. And, you know, uh, she, she replied to me when I brought this up and she was just like, oh, I'm not going to change now. And I didn't mean to bring it up to insinuate that she should change. Cause I certainly don't think she should. Um, she's a lovely, wonderful woman the way she is. Um, but I think it was more so perhaps this could become a tool in her toolbox of life, so to speak, and, and she could use this information for good, right? Um, and so my whole point on this is when we self-diagnose these things, are we identifying issues and traits? I hate calling them issues. I just realized that. I think I'm just going to call them traits. Are we identifying these traits, right, in our parents and we have been raised by said parents therefore we have picked up on said traits or do we just have them and this is just innately who we are um and it's the cards we're dealt or is this part of like our past was this something that came from long ago and has sort of built and grown and developed over time um and I feel like that's a whole other episode too but uh my whole point about this is when we create I shouldn't say when we create when we are discovering these things about ourselves when we are learning more about ourselves are we able to talk to our parents about it and see how they feel and maybe they've realized that they have these traits about themselves and have learned and managed ways to you know move through them and you know maybe they didn't need a label to figure it out uh maybe none of this makes sense to them uh but I wonder what would happen if we were to bring up these conversations with our parents and so I don't think this is the end of this story, particularly for me. Uh, I say this only because I do intend to chat to my mom more about it and just see what she has to say. 
and uh, maybe maybe gain some more knowledge from it. Who knows, right? Um, but yeah, I feel I hope I've come full circle with this, and uh, I hope this this finally makes sense. So yeah, I was just bringing this up because like, is it my mom? who has this and I grew up in her house and I picked up all of these traits because she exhibits them or is it just is it just me you know so that's kind of where I was going with that um yeah if if there's any professionals out there anybody with any professional idea about how ADHD works or if there's other uh specialties that you focus on uh, in your profession or have focused on or have learned about, I'd love to hear more. Uh, our email is hello sanctuary podcast at gmail.com. I will put that in the description box and I would love to hear more. Um, but I'm just going to leave that at that today. And I, uh, thank you very much for listening. And, uh, yes, this has been the second episode of season two and i thank you so much for listening bye wanted to thank you for listening today i am going to ask you to subscribe and support my podcast the introduction and outro song is by dj quads it's called listen somewhere listen somewhere